Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Episode 59, uh, we're talking about one of the games that I don't know a fucking thing about, but I did homework and brought on a guest just for you people, and that is Street Fighter 2, and it's many, many, many variants. Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter 2 Championship, Street Fighter 2 Ultra, whatever the fuck. We'll get more into that in a minute. I'm not a big Street Fighter guy, but my guest this week is, and uh, I think we did your game justice, so we're going to get into that. Before you guys, before I get into all that shit, you guys know I need to ramble for a few minutes, and before I get into that, I've got a special guest here for the intro this week uh, because he is hanging out at my house for the next couple of weeks, uh, and that is a previous guest here on the show and video game nerd extraordinaire, uh, my nephew, Ben. How are you, buddy? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. Uh, and, uh, if Ben sounds a little <laughs> off, one of us cut the cheese moments before I hit record on the recorder and the other one of us is stuck sitting in here breathing in the very cheese that the original one of us cut. It was me very much. It's a, I stink. Uh, anyway, though, so there you go. That's what you guys, if this is your first time listening to the show, we're a minute, 20 seconds in and all you've heard is me farting and talking about farts. Um, okay. So couple of quick things, you guys. First and foremost, the Patreon episode, the first episode for this month is available now. It went up on Monday. It is about Octopath Traveler, the RPG for the Switch and on Windows, I think, as well. Uh, so if you haven't already checked that out and you're on the Patreon, uh, Ben just hit his head on the microphone, I think. That's okay. Uh, swing over to patreon.com slash remember the game or do your login thing and all your information will be there. Uh, ben, you listen to the, you get the Patreon episodes. Um, how do you yes. do you do you listen to them do you watch the youtube feed or do you have them on like a podcast thing um the secret episodes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the patreon ones yeah i listen to them on youtube on youtube okay so because that's an option so if you guys i mean i think i haven't got a single complaint from somebody that gets the patreon episode saying they can't listen so i don't think they're hard to find but there's a secret feed like uh, rss feed you can plug into your podcast uh system of choice or i every month when i post them in the patreon thing uh there's a youtube link as well and you could watch the episode on youtube if that's if you're like ben and you're uh i I was gonna say old but i guess that's like the really young hip way to do it is watch your shit on youtube uh so it's there okay so octopath travelers there your second one is coming on august 26th and that one will be the q a rambling episode for august so if you have any excuse me if you have any questions any comments any thoughts anything you want me to say address talk about Shoot them to me. 
uh, prior to August 26th. Probably get them in by August 22nd, 23rd before I record the show. Uh, you can send them to me on Patreon by the messaging on Facebook at facebook.com slash remember the game or by Twitter and Instagram at member the game. Shoot them to me on private message there and I'll address every single one. I don't have any right now. So please fucking send me some because otherwise I'm just going to sit here and talk to myself for 45 minutes. And if that's what you want, that's what I'm going to do. So uh, two more quick things before I get on to the rest of life as far as Patreon goes. Uh, shout out to Big Titus. If you guys have not seen the video or uh, listened to the Octopath episode, Big Titus, one of our Patreons, won the Sega Genesis Classic. So congratulations to Big Titus. And uh, thank you all so much for donating and getting in we'll be back to a regular prize draw next month and i also want to give my shout outs to the patreons as i do every month so uh uh same thing i did last month if i fuck up some of these names i'm sorry i'm doing my best i am not an intelligent man so uh quick thank yous to alejandro bradley McHugh, daniel brooks i don't know if everyone wants me to say their last names so i'm gonna say most of them if i have them uh jeffrey mathis luke simpson mark McHugh. Nigel Nickel, I don't know. I don't know how you want me to say that, but I know who you are. Thank you. Patrick J. Crossman, Sharonic, Ben and Shaley, Benjamin Barlow, Josh from the Press Start to Join podcast, friend of the show, check them out. Michael Mathis, Tyler, Andre, Todd. I'm not going to attempt to say your weird Australian last name, Todd, and fuck it up again, <laughs> but it's, it's Todd. Hey, Ben, you try. You say his name. It's in the box on my computer there right now. Make sure you lean into the microphone. Give Todd his shout out. Todd O.T.L.er. There you go. O.T.L.er. That's how we're saying it now. I'm 100% <laughs> sure that's not fucking right. Uh, but Todd, thank you. Big Titus, thank you very much. Taco Shirt, Chris, friend of the show. Dave, Joe Buck, Freezer Burnt, and Mitch C. That is all our Patreons, I believe. If I miss someone, please yell at me. If you'd like to have a shout-out on the show and be entered to win prizes and get listened to bonus episodes and give me a little bit of your money, then go to patreon.com slash rememberthegame. Two bucks a month. That's all it's going to cost to get in there. And it's worth every penny, right? I'm talking to you. Who the fuck do you think I'm talking to? There's nobody else here. You're supposed to be part of the intro. Yeah. Yeah, you're goddamn right it's worth it. Jesus. You're a terrible co-host. You're just sitting there fucking <laughs> staring at me. It's like you're starting to enjoy the smell of the farts that's in the room, and you're just sitting there taking it in. Uh, okay, so we did our shout-outs. Thanks again, all of you, really. I do mean that very, very much. Thank you for supporting my show. Uh, Big Titus, congratulations on your Sega. Okay, now we'll get into rambling. I got a couple things, and uh, at least one of these I want to get your opinion on, Ben. Okay. I mean, feel free to weigh in on anything you want. We got five or six more minutes here to fill before I go to the show. Uh, the Edmonton Expo, the Edmonton Comic Expo, Edmonton Entertainment Expo, whatever you want to call it, it's coming up next month here in September, or here in September, uh, here in Edmonton in September. And uh, a friend of mine, Nick, who's a podcast, uh, is a podcasting nerd on his own, uh, recommended I submit to try to do a panel at the Expo. Where you can go and I, I I believe how it works is I can go and record like a live podcast and maybe get people to come out and check out the recording and you know maybe I give away like a prize to people that come out to watch and then I can get my info out there and get people in and uh, I'm torn on it because I'm I, it's a great idea and it'd be a great way to go promote the show um, I could get some cheap cards made up with like info for the podcast and give them out try to grow the audience I'm just afraid that I'll I'll book this panel and go to record the podcast and literally nobody will show up. And I'll just sit there in a room by myself or with me and my guest and record a podcast. Mm -hmm. And admittedly, I was talking about it with Ben here and my girlfriend last night. And my girlfriend's like, you have nothing to lose. And it'd be a great way to get some exposure. And then I said, yeah, the only thing I have to lose is my pride if I try to record a live podcast and nobody shows up for the recording. And then Ben, do you remember what you said? I said, well, wouldn't it be funny if no one showed up? And then you got a funny story out of it. it yeah. <laughs> and, and you're right. Like, it would be funny. It would be a great, uh, like, addition to the beginning of the podcast is I could point out that I'm the only podcast in history that scheduled a live recording and didn't have a single audience member show up for it. <laughs> so I'm torn. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. The deadline is uh, August 20th, which if you are listening to this tomorrow when it goes live is in six days. So uh, if you, uh, I would say by about the 15th or 16th, if you guys have heard this episode and you have ever been to one of these expos, ever recorded a podcast, or one of them, ever gone to a panel, anything. If you're going to this year's Edmonton Expo, please message me and let me know if you think it's a good idea or not. Because I, the concept of it sounds really cool to me. I just, it would really hurt my heart to try to do it out of a single person show up. That would suck. But you're right though, Ben, it would be a funny story yes, in the end. Yeah, definitely. yeah, it'd be great. Um, 
Also, on that note, we're going to try to do a couple more conversation podcasts every, you know, five, six, seven episodes, I think. Try to, you know, because I'm going to run out of games. It's fucking like, I, like, I'm looking at you right now, Ben. Like, it's a matter of time. I'm going to run out of games to talk about. We're inching closer and closer. Every, every week. I'm like, I, 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 I honestly, every 10 episodes, I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do for the next 10 episodes? But then we come up with 10 more. Uh, so we are going to do a couple more. Like, we've done a couple in the past. If you guys go into our archive, we did, do you want a Nintendo 64 classic and what do you want on it? We did one about Sega versus Nintendo from the console wars. They've been some of our most downloaded episodes. So obviously there's at least somewhat of a market in there for them. I have at least an idea for one more and next week is probably going to be a conversational one as well. Uh, if there's a topic you guys would be interested in hearing about, let me know what it is and maybe we'll look into doing that. Did you, what's your problem? Why are you making a weird face? It just, was it an after again. aftermath of the, <laughs> of the fart? Uh, okay. Well, we're not going to talk too much more about farts. Uh, a new story broke today or yesterday, I think yesterday, uh, that Nintendo has apparently uh, submitted like a patent or something for Super Nintendo wireless switch controllers. Uh, if, you, if you don't know, on the Nintendo Switch right now, on Nintendo... I, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know, because I fucking... I literally rant about it every seven days. <laughs> um, Nintendo Online, you can play NES games online. And uh, people forever now have been like, okay, like all the good NES games are covered. Let's get some Super Nintendo games. You literally, Ben, what did you say this morning? You want to play Super Mario World? I want to play Super Mario World. Yes. it looks good it is fucking good it's the greatest game of all time and so uh i've been saying it for months where the fuck are our super nintendo games and it sounds like they're finally coming and i'm telling you right now it makes complete sense i've already said it before uh nintendo online memberships are up for renewal starting next month so it makes the perfect it's the perfect time for nintendo to roll out super nintendo games and get your money for another year i really hope these come i'll probably even order some super nintendo con- i didn't order the nintendo controllers yeah, I know you didn't either, Ben. Have you played? I'll ask you this because you're you're not old like me. Have you played? Like, do you play the NES games on your Switch at all? No. Now, is that just <laughs> because like have you tried them and you're like these suck, or are you just not interested? Well, I'm I'm curious. How old are you? I am thirteen. You're thirteen, so you were born in two thousand and six. Maybe. Which is like what eighty five, ninety five, two thousand. That's twenty years after like some of these nes games came out so i get that you don't have the nostalgia for them i played because you put out an episode about um super mario 2 yep and it i was like whoa so i just went and tried playing it and i beat the first level also it was so weird it gave me very eerie vibes it, it is made me <laughs> slightly uncomfortable <laughs> it's and a weird game i got to the second level and you had to fly on these birds and i couldn't i didn't know how to do it so i just didn't what i like about that is i know there's old people listening to this that love the idea that like kids today just haven't played these old games and it's funny because these kids today will like feed us our lunch at like Fortnite and like the like the popular games of today but we're like oh yeah well you come play some mario brothers and i'll fucking hand you your ass uh but you would play super nintendo I would. Yeah, play of course you would. Those. Because they're the better games. They're infinitely better. Yeah. So uh, it looks like they're coming. I'm praying they're coming next month. Hopefully, three weeks from now, we have an announcement from Nintendo and they're dropping a dozen Super Nintendo games onto our Switch. Quit fucking around, Nintendo. Um, also, speaking of old games, the One Up arcade cabinets, some of the new the new line, are available for pre order. And I know here in Canada, if I'm not mistaken, they're EB Games exclusive. That's the only way you can pre order them. And one of them is the Ninja Turtles one that I've talked about before. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Ben, but it's like the old Ninja Turtle. Remember we used to play Turtles in Time all the time? Yeah. It's that game, but it's like the arcade version. And it's four player. It's like a giant arcade machine that you can all stand at with like the joystick and the buttons. And it looks so awesome. Oh, are you going to get it? No, I can't. It's 550 (laughs) bucks Canadian. And it's like, I just, I can't fucking, I'll tell you guys what, I'll tell you guys right right now. Okay, here, here we go. If we can get the Patreon up to $1,000 by the end of August, uh, I will give one away and I'll buy one. Whoa. Yeah, because there's no chance in hell. And listen, <laughs> if you're listening to the, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, I should dump my pledge to try to get it to a thousand dollars. Don't try to get you us should. to. No, you shouldn't. Shut your <laughs> mouth. We're not gonna get to a thousand dollars. I'm not gonna buy one. And what really sucks is it doesn't sound like they're gonna be for sale anywhere. It's gonna be like a one time thing. It's like your only shot at it. And they're really cool, Ben. But like, it's five hundred and fifty bucks to play two video games. And I look at see the little Nintendo and the little Super Nintendo over there under my television. Both those games are fucking right there. That I can just play anytime I want for $550 less 
then that cabinet is going to cost me. Would that even fit in this room? Yeah, I'd, oh, I'd make it, trust me, if I came across one, I'd fucking make it fit. But I don't have that kind of money to spend on an arcade game. Um, I'm just curious, if you're getting them, let me know. I'm very curious to know if anyone else out there is uh, buying them. I have some friends that are interested in them, and they're they're teased by them. Because they're up for pre-order right now at EB Games. 50 bucks, hold you one. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about before I get into what I'm playing and then the game this week, uh, we were at EB Games, like, what, two hours ago? Yes. Uh, that store sucks. It was cold. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's not what I wanted to rant about. But yeah, it was. It was cold. It was freezing in there. But like that store looks like a flea market. It's just crap everywhere. Well, where I come from, out in. You're from a small town in central BC. Yeah. We'll say that. Our game store is Walmart, and all there. So, like... so you don't have like any like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking Access to like pre-played games or anything. Yeah. Like you have the, to buy them brand new. All the games there are mainstream or there's a couple weird ones that no one wants to play like Big Fish Hunt. <laughs> Those fucking shitty fishing <laughs> games that nobody wants to play but they keep making. So obviously somebody's playing them if they keep making them but I don't know who. Uh, or that stupid carnival game that keeps showing up everywhere. Uh, that Carnival games? That nobody wants. Like get the fuck out of here. Uh, but no, okay, so I understand that. Like, if you're coming from a place where you don't have access to, like, an EB games, and you're not like me, like, I like to go digital, but you were, you and I were talking about this this morning, you still prefer, you like having the physical games, eh? Like, the carts and the boxes and stuff. They look nice. They do look nice. That's I'll give it. you that. Um, so, but we, okay, so we were in EB games today, and despite the fact that it was cold, but, like, the game, the store is still crap. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, there's no, re- like, you go in and, like, did you see all the stuff that was in the middle? It was all yeah. like crappy t-shirts and there's like a whole wall of pop figures that nobody fucking wants anymore. And there's a bunch of crappy video games and backpacks and there was that Thanos glove, like this giant fin- And I'm not making fun of you if you've bought one, but we were looking at it and I was like, because Ben's got some money that he saved up uh, for this trip to Edmonton so he could go and do some shopping at the mall and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, you should, $160, you should buy this giant glove. And he was like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> like, it's just so much garbage. Like that store, like they're laying people off left and right. Their stock is worthless. Their business is plummeting. And I'm not wishing for them to go out of business because I don't want to see thousands of nerds lose their jobs. But like, it's coming. EB Games is, it'll be dead. In five years, it'll be dead. You keep, you keep telling me how bad it is. And I walked in and walked to the right. And there were like seven different games there, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it is bad." Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like they have they they have a whole wall of Xbox One and PS4 games, and then the Switch is tucked back in the corner, the back corner next to the storage room. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like people kept walking by us while we we're trying to look at the games to They're like like um can I get in there for a second? Yeah, but there was like a weird like half-assed pre-played wall against the one side that had like six copies of Let's Go Pikachu. And then like, and, and like, and that was hit. And then a bunch of old sports games and Ben's like, this is all they have. And I was like, I know. Uh, okay. Fuck. We're at 16 minutes. We better shut up. Whoa. EB game sucks. Okay. Quickly. What have I been playing this week? Uh, fire emblem, just fire emblem three houses. I fucking adore. I love it. I love it. Game of the year for me so far. Uh, the only thing I could see knocking it off the game of the year perch maybe is Pokemon. Um, I, I adore it. I think it's phenomenal. It's a little easy. But uh, that's okay. It's still incredible. And then Ben and I were sitting downstairs playing Tetris 99 a couple of nights, and it was awesome. I won Tetris 99 last night. Got your first W? Yeah. Well, my first on my Switch. Yeah, right. It feels good, eh? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) But it's a good game. Uh, So Tetris 99 and Fire Emblem, Three Houses, which is incredible. I love it. Buy it. If you like RPGs, you like tactical games, if you like to read, fucking buy it because it's great. Uh, okay, good enough. Uh, what are you playing? You got 30 seconds. What games have you been playing? All right, that's it for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing? Um, I've been taking, since I've been here, I've been taking your Switch and playing Ultimate Alliance on it. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. That's the one problem with going digital is that Ultimate Alliance is locked on my Switch, so I can't play Fire Emblem while you're playing Ultimate Alliance, and it's starting to chat my ass. I'm like halfway through, though. I think I have three or four of the infinity stones and i've been playing minecraft recently again getting back into it because it's awesome yes yes it is and i just got crash bandicoot and rayman legends from eb games both excellent games we should do an episode on crash bandicoot on here and shout out to mark McHugh for convincing me to play rayman and then shout out to me for convincing you to buy rayman (laughs) so shout out to mark McHugh for convincing ben to buy rayman because it's awesome Thanks, Mark. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. And fuck you, Chris, because I know you're listening to this and I know you hate Minecraft and you're crazy. Um, that's for me. I think I said on the 
last podcast we did how much I hate Minecraft. But now was, you're back. I was in a bad place, guys. <laughs> it's a drug. It hooks you. Okay, good enough. That was That's the longest intro in the history of this show. That's what happens when I have a co-host and I cut the cheese right before we start recording. <laughs> Am I the first co-host in the intro? Yeah, I think you are, yeah. So, well, Molly, Molly's always here, my dog. She but you're a little better count. you're a little better co-host than her so mm-hmm. uh okay good enough guys we're at almost 20 minutes i'm gonna shut the fuck up we're gonna get to this week's episode for the first time we are dipping into the arcades and i guess we're talking like super nintendo and sega and every other fucking system ever because that's where street fighter 2 and it's many many spin-offs are full disclosure i do not know this game very well at all fighting games are not my jam i suck at them but i did play this as a kid i do know about its legacy i know everyone wants to hear it so i did my absolute best to do it credit I brought David Ray on. He's a returning guest. This guy knows Street Fighter. I think we did a pretty good job. I hope you guys enjoy it. We had fun recording it. This game originally released in arcades in March of 1991. So it is 28 years young today, or not today, in March, I guess. That was not, that was good. All right, good enough. I'm going to cue the music, and we're going to get out of here and talk Street Fighter 2. Right, Ben? Bye, gamers. Bye, guys. Enjoy the show. Okay, here we go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Okay, a little bit of a disclaimer for this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen. If I didn't mention it in the intro, uh, there is going to be more profanity than normal, I think. Um, because today, we are talking Street Fighter 2 and uh, the many, many variants, I guess, in the way of Street Fighter 2. Uh, this has been requested by three or four of the listeners. And so when my pal David Ray reached out and said, do you want to talk Street Fighter 2? I reluctantly said yes. Uh, I am fucking horrible at Street Fighter 2. But my guest, Mr. David Ray, is not as horrible as uh, as I am at Street Fighter 2. How are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty well, yeah. So you wanted to talk about this game. Well, I kind of figured... Uh like you haven't done too many arcade games. I'm like, oh, that's also a part of like yep. growing up and totally. from a long time. And especially Street Fighter Two is probably one of the quintessential arcade games. Yeah, of I would, like, yeah, yeah I it was that. one of the, in that era of like last great arcade games. Yeah, uh, yeah. where you would like pump in a bunch of quarters. Like it's different now because everybody has like the shooters and the rail shooters. But yeah, there's nothing. 
it's not like you go to the arcades or anything like that anymore. No. And like, dude, I like, I mean, even myself, like I grew up um, on an army base and there was like a little canteen in there and they had like three or four arcade machines in there. That was a little clean. I, this is the only arcade I've ever been to was that three or four machines. Right. And one of them was Street Fighter 2. Like yeah, it was everywhere, at least during the 90s anyways, or the early 90s. Yeah, precisely. Like if you ever went to like a random 7-Eleven, you're going to find a Street Fighter game, most likely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the only other ones that kind of competed with it are Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, especially like Street Fighter 2 came out first, and then Mortal Kombat 2 came out. And then mm-hmm. it was like, oh, then you'd have the debate with your friends. Yeah. Which one's better? Uh, but I was a, like definitely a Street Fighter guy. It, like, so, yeah. Because I owned Mortal Kombat 2. I mm-hmm. sucked at it, too. I sucked, dude. So just quickly, David and I just played a couple rounds of Street Fighter 2 on my Super Nintendo Classic, and he fucking worked me. <laughs> and that was after I tried to play it over the last couple of days to just refresh it in my mind. And I can set it to the easiest setting and not get through two fights on the, like, I guess you'd call through it like two characters mode. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm so bad at it. And I sucked at Mortal Kombat 2 as well. Yeah. I guess I liked it a little better because I, I, I owned it. But uh, honestly, just in like the hour I've played of Street Fighter 2 in the last couple of days, it's the better game. Like, it looks better. It handles better. It's it's, yeah. like, it's like a car- It almost looks like a cartoon as opposed to Mortal Kombat, which is going for that more serious, um, yeah. well, mature, it- I guess, for lack of a better term, fighting style. Yeah, that's how they try to like get over on uh, on Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Street Fighter had that benefit of you know because we had talked about Punch Out in the past how yep. like, those characters look so great. Yeah, uh, and especially for the NES, and I feel like Street Fighter was that next evolution. Yeah, and unfortunately, like yeah, kind of playing it on the console does it a bit of a disservice because you know that game is kind of a I feel like simplified down even from the arcade version because the right. arcade version looks looks better in right. the arcade. Um, That's with most most arcade ports, though. You know, like yeah. some of the Turtles games or arcade games that got ported to consoles and stuff like and that. They look and, better on the like the Turtles Two is a great example. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I love Turtles Two. You know, yeah. but it looks better on it. They're just arcade cabinets. There's something about the arcade cabinets. It's just, well, they can de- dedicate a lot more power sure. to or like a RAM to sure. to the game kind of thing. And I and I think that like. And I don't know. I think most people that have played arcade versions of games would agree. There's just something different about playing it at the arcade machine, like about yeah. standing up or whatever and having the joystick and the big, the big the loose joystick buttons. was was going to be my big thing, especially yeah. with Street Fighter. Yeah, uh, because a lot of the moves that I was uh, doing there, it's the controller. You need, for instance, Ryu's fireballs yeah. down, down forward, forward punch. The thing is that down forward is kind of like in that weird thing yeah. on, on a joy on a controller totally pad, whereas on a joystick it's a fluid motion yeah that's yeah, right yeah. and so it's a it's a slightly trickier or like it feels weird on the thumb i would say on the controller i get that i yeah. always found that even when you play like uh like you played final fantasy 6 uh not six no okay no, no. yeah so in final fantasy six there's one of the characters and oh god if i, I, I oh man there's nerds yelling at me right now the, the <laughs> muscle builder the, trap, yeah. the muscle builder um um god damn it anyway there's the brothers and it's okay. one of there's, there's two brothers and one is like a prince and then one is like a, he ran off and became like a muscle builder i can't believe i can't think of his fucking name but anyway his special like ability in the game is you can put in combos to do moves oh sure and yeah. uh, and same thing some of the moves you have to use a diagonal as part of it and i've always struggled with that on a d-pad i know yeah. some people maybe i have little thumbs like some people get it i've never been able to do that properly yeah it's it it just feels unnatural and and that's why some of those moves like for instance uh you know the dragon uppercut mm-hmm. uh, by ken and ryu is it has like a weird, it's something like down, down, forward, up, like, and it's a weird combination, and that's a spe- specifically noticeable on the D pad, where right. it's like your your thumb is going around it weirdly. And, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, obviously, it was a port just to straight up to cash in, right? Your Capcom, you're like, we have one of the most valuable video games on the planet right now let's get it on everything we can possibly get it on to sell it right i have no problem with that but yeah Yeah. that's just i just i feel like that with most games anything that was originally designed for an arcade cabinet uh can make a successful transition to a home console yeah but it just there's something about it you know it just loses something in in the translation right although the the uh out of the ports the super nintendo was obviously better because they actually had the six buttons because uh, right with the LRs, yeah, yeah the yeah. LRs, because like the 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 L was the strong punch and the right was the strong kick. Oh, I see. See, because okay. that's how it works, right? Right, right. The uh, 
you had like the quick but weak punches and kicks oh. the medium oh see i didn't even know that yeah i just literally like for anyone like i bash i just mash buttons i were don't you doing know. like the uh what is it the y and the b mm-hmm. those were all the weak punches. Oh, well there you go that's why they're they're quick but they, <laughs> they don't do anything yeah i didn't realize that okay so that makes more sense then because they've been announcing games for the upcoming uh sega genesis mini that's coming out yeah uh like they already released one but it sucked at games made it so now sega's in like taking the reins and they're gonna release a new one in september and uh and street fighter 2 if i'm not mistaken is one of the games that's been announced for it oh that's gonna be weird um, oh because well, i was gonna say that, that was the worst port because the genesis only had three buttons see now and my my pal chris is a big genesis nerd and he texted me right after it came out and he was like that's not gonna be cool because the genesis is shipping with the three now there are six button genesis uh but they were like they were special like yeah. they weren't the standard ones and you know? uh yeah and i already looked into that and it looks like uh they are manufacturing six button controllers for it if you want them but they are going to be sold separately they're not going to you're not going to get one with your sega mini yeah. and like i could give a like i could give a fuck because i'm never playing street fighter again after this podcast <laughs> because i'm so fucking bad at it <laughs> just gonna throw it away yeah. but uh but but for people that are like diehard into it yeah they were like fuck that's one of the games people most want to play on a, on a classic console and they're gonna have to buy new controllers to play it yeah whereas you're right at least with the nintendo it's got i never thought of that i always thought four buttons but yeah i guess the shoulder buttons tack into more punches although it's not great either uh sure to be to be fair because that is such an unnatural like you're trying to do like a especially if you're doing like a strong punch yeah. special maneuver and you got to like move your thumb and use your index yeah yeah, on yeah the it's, same hand. it's funny because like when i think of like i mean obviously by today's standards like i'm pretending i'm holding a controller but when you play like by today's standards the triggers are some of the most critical buttons on the controller, right? Yeah. Like it's you know it's your it's your shoot button or what have you things like you can hold them and it's no problem. But like on the Super Nintendo, like for the most part, those were like they would move the camera or like little things like that. You know what I mean? They weren't always like considered like the A B X Y buttons. Right. They were like a well, we need an extra button to do something, so throw this one in there. And so you can I see it that. in the design because uh, like the new ga- the new controllers have it so that it feels natural to hit the shoulder buttons. Mm-hmm. Like the Super Nintendo, it's such a thin controller. Yeah. It doesn't. It feels weird in the hand. Yeah, to yeah. Hit those shoulder buttons. Yeah, on the current ones, like it's almost got that dome where it, like it literally feels like a trigger on like a gun. Yeah, like, that your finger sits in. Yeah. So it's it's not so bad, but so. Okay, so you know what? There's two main things I want to ask you about. So we'll sure. start with you. Why did you? You said that you you beat this. You you were a, you were a Street Fighter kid. So how yeah. did, what's going on there? Well, the one of the reasons I want to talk about it is the uh, only game I ever beat in an arcade. Okay, because uh, like, I think beating games in the arcade is kind of a rarity. Like how many? Oh, dude. Yeah, because usually. And I, like mine I, wasn't some major accomplishment. I had to use four quarters to do it, but right. I used Blanca. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I just happened to find the right combination of, I would do, it was very cheap. I would just kind of jump in do uh, with a jump kick and then get in so close, just like I was doing to you. And yeah. as you were standing up, I would hit that, uh, the mid-level kick, right. which was this like uh, two-hit knee attack and it do so much damage relatively for such a quick attack right so and i would just do that again and again and again and i was able to along with a couple of other you know uh hit him with the shock that fucking shock, shock. yeah, yeah. <laughs> mashing the punch button where you didn't need any skill right uh yeah and i happened to get through the original street fighter 2 that was not turbo or anything yeah so but so so because the one we were just playing had mm-hmm. 12 characters yeah so it's uh, so the one you were playing the original arcade game was eight characters, and That's then the right. other four are like the the bosses, bosses. right? Yeah, the four you'd fight at the end of the game. Yeah, okay. ba- Balrog, Vega, uh, Saget, and uh, Major Bison. And Major, yeah, Bison. He looks badass. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then, so obviously, in future releases, they made those guys playable. Yes, it, it was like right in the second, you know, whatever. I think it was Championship Edition, edition mm-hmm. uh, where they added those four, and then after that came Turbo, where they added the speed right. variation. It's, and, al- like, it's funny, because it's almost like it's almost like pre, uh, pre-DLC yes. DLC. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh, hey, for an extra, like, $60 for another cart, or whatever it is, you can have these other four characters, or you can have Turbo, or, like, I guess, because they were probably releasing new arcade cart or machines with, like, those types of things. In yeah, them, right? the, the, the uh, cabinets were always being released although for uh super nintendo and, and genesis they only released the one which was turbo oh, okay. which was kind of like the farthest along 
Right. It was. I like, think it was the third one to right. come out. Be like buying the deluxe version of a game today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, dude. Even when I went to like look up the game, I was like, because I know nothing of Street Fighter other yeah. than my very minimal playing it as a kid. And I look it up, and it was like Street Fighter Two Hyper Turbo Edition. And I was like, what the fuck? He's throwing <laughs> words on the back of it. But yeah, apparently what does that even mean. Yeah, yeah, I was like, how is it Hyper Turbo? But I, I just I suck at it. But I I get it. So that's yeah. do you be? I've never beat an arcade game. Yeah, that's yeah. Fucking, and on four quarters, considering For, those games were designed. And I was like 12 or whatever it was. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, like I remember like the arcade game I've played the most of my life is probably Turtles in Time and I've never beaten it on an arcade because I ran out of money. Yeah. But like those games were designed to eat quarters. Yeah. Like they were That's the point of them. Yeah. Right. So to beat it on four quarters, so you'd have to win what? 12 battles. 12 fights uh well it would be 12 well 24 24 rounds technically you'd have to be because technically when you beat a person you have to like win a a, a best out of three right so right so you have to beat each guy twice yeah 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 holy shit yeah that's pretty good so because i guess you could like i mean in theory i guess you could beat it in one Uh, if you had the patience and you just kept pumping in quarters you could constantly continue right yes that's correct to do it on fours sounds pretty fucking good to me yeah well especially for like i feel like a kid yeah you know no shit i fuck you didn't have a lot of quarters <laughs> right yeah when i was 12 i don't know if i'd ever beaten a video game much less an arcade machine like this yeah so then did you ever play it like against other people too because i remember that being huge i just never got involved in it. uh it was like a couple of times and i got tuned i remember i remember it very distinctly because the ki- guy was like I don't know, 10 years older than me. And uh, he knew all the moves for Guile. And he had this uh, combo, which was impossible to beat because he knew how to do the moves exactly. Right. Where he'd send, like, whatever uh, uh, Guile's sonic boom, like the little projectile across the screen. Okay. Forcing you to jump. And it, and if you try to close, he'd either keep hitting you with those sonic booms oh. or you try to jump. And he, uh, Guile has this flip kick. Oh. Uh, this flash kick right and it so you uh, and it was unblockable like, like you couldn't do anything he'd corner you well you he wouldn't have to corner he would just stay in the corner and just like force you to come to him but if you were oh, blanca especially right. blanca was bad because blanca had nothing <clears throat> to get around those things you'd have right. to physically jump over it right but so he just beat me so easily because i had no way to he would have to screw up his special maneuver, and he never screwed up his right. special maneuvers. See now, okay. Now here's part of my beef with fighting games because I, I just I I don't hate fighting games. My problem is just that I suck at fighting games. But one of my <laughs> problems with fighting games is, uh, and this to me is a debate to be had. When someone's doing something like that, are they good or are they cheap? Because yeah. I admittedly. Uh, I'm very cheap. That's the only way I can win in a fighting game is to be just cheap as fuck. Just find a move that kind of works and spam the shit out of it and hope whoever I'm fighting isn't good enough to figure out how to counterattack my yeah. cheap combo. Well, and, and I, I, I think that really shows a person's skill that because it is possible to overcome that, and especially in future editions of all these fighting games. Totally. It, there's as they tweak and yeah and stuff. Yeah, because even like uh, Blanca. They added, they tweaked his special maneuvers along with all of them to kind right. of give him more options. Right. Um, how, however, uh, especially now when they have the way combos work and it, it's uh, blocks work and yeah. everything, it's it's far more technical than it was in these days. And uh, and those were all added to counter some of these cheap totally. players. Right. I mean, yeah, you'd still have to cheap uh, fighting cheap could work right but if if you can if you had the patience to learn how yeah. to block and right. do all the stuff then it's but when it's on know, an arcade machine and you need to pump in 25, 25. <laughs> cents to go to school over and over and over again that's yeah a it, hard you're not going to do yeah you know and to have that discipline because you want to yeah. go so aggressively in those games yeah like yeah. yeah but blocking is such a key element to that game yeah, it's fun. It's you know what? It's funny because it's the only type of video game, like the only genre of video game on the planet that I prefer to watch to play than playing. Mm. And it's not just Street Fighter Two. It's just any like, dude, you watch two people that are good at at this, two people that are good at, at Smash. Smash. Yeah. Smash is fucking incredible. Killer Instinct. I remember playing yeah. Killer Instinct on the Super Nintendo. I love watching people that are good. That it's almost like watching chess. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's so. I, I love watching like the way like you were saying when you were. I mean, teaching me slash beating my ass at street fighter you were like half the time you throw a move out there just as a way to make them they have to dodge this and now you've set them up to land perfectly for where you want to do x you know what i mean like yeah and or, uh, or at least that's the theory anyways. sure yeah and i don't have the 
talent or patience to learn that but i think it's awesome like i really yeah. do appreciate and that's why like this is one of those games as much as i suck at it i uh, i appreciate it because i'm like there's even just playing it for the last couple hours on my super nintendo i'm like there's there's obviously an incredibly deep skill set to this game if yeah. you're willing to put the time and effort into learning all the counters to all the different characters and what can you do you know you find your main obviously and yeah. then you figure out how is my main best to counterattack anything anybody else is going to do, right? Precisely, yeah. It's, it's chess. It's it's like very fast chess. I think it's pretty cool, man. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash remember the game. I should mention about uh, Street Fighter. I, I think you'd be remiss if you didn't talk about. Well, like we've been talking about mechanics, but like sure. there's also like the actual game itself. And uh, there's. Uh, do you know Pete Holmes? Oh, yeah, yeah. of course you do. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, he did on his TV show um, Street Fighter Red Tape. Okay. And you can find them all on YouTube now. They're from his old TV show where it's like a guy in HR talking with all of these fighters. And they're pointing out like the characters' weird quirks all the way through, and it makes a good point because Street Fighter has like one of the wildest. It, it's like in that same realm as Punch Out, where it's like very you know, stereotypical. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. The, the worst being, I think, Dalzim, the uh, the guy from India who play, who oh, does God. yoga. Yeah, I, yeah, yoga. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, He's uh, like all stretchy and stuff. Yeah, like stretchy. That. Yeah, yeah. Like. And of course, there's the weird thing of uh, I don't know if you notice he has like a you know um, a necklace of skulls around his neck. I you know, like notice. yeah, but it, holy shit, yeah, <laughs> that's you know, like like yoga, yeah, uh, yeah like yoga, like like Buddhist yoga Fuck. masters. It is have. totally. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And and, the, and they're small skulls, so they have to be children, right? Like right. that's those are child skulls. <laughs> no, they're bats. <laughs> they're bats. Those are bat skulls. And, and like none of the things make sense. Like. Like how does teleporting? How yeah. does blowing fire? Like none of it has to do with yoga or. But that's what you do. Like you said, it is. It's like punch out. What you do is you you pick a, a I don't know. I don't know what the word. You pick a you pick a nationality. Yeah. And you want to put a fighter from that nation in the game, and you're like, okay, if we just turn the stereotype meter up to twelve. Yeah. What comes out? <laughs> like beyond. What? Yeah, and then they're like, oh, that comes out. Okay, well, that's our fighter now. Like it's. I, but you know what? I, I don't know if that's why it's like it just like with Punch Out. I'm like I don't know how that game would be made today in today's climate. Like oh, yeah. I, the only reason you can keep making Street Fighter games is like, well, they were the old fighters from before. Like you yeah. could not make no. the new. No, you could get away with copying the old ones over, and that's yeah. one of the things. Like, and I don't want to make this into Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat because I don't know enough about either one to have the debate anyway. Yeah. But like, I remember playing Mortal Kombat two as a kid. And like, and it was like, like Scorpion was there and Sub Zero, and there was like Johnny Cage, I think his name mm -hmm. was, who was like a movie actor who was also a fighter and shit yeah. like that, right? Well, he's supposed to be. The, quick little note about that: that was uh, supposed to be Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, it, 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 they were trying to get him mm -hmm. actually, and to allow that likeness, but he wouldn't do it. So they just made oh Johnny Cage, oh, like <laughs> like Shaq Fu style, but with a good fighter, like a good. Uh, well, no, Shaq, Shaq is awesome, but like an actual fighter to put into a game. That's I didn't well, know they, that. they, they cool. wanted. It, yeah, they wanted Jean Claude because he would have made sense. Like he would have been huge. That would have been rad. Yeah, yeah, and that's why, especially with the whole like motion capture that they did. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That, that's 
That's why uh, he even has like this uh, does the split punch like Jean Claude yeah, does. That's it. Right? Yeah, I yeah. love the split punch. Um, yeah. So yeah, like, but you see, I, I prefer this. Like Mortal Kombat looked cool, and I like how they. they almost, I don't think it was as mechanically as no, refined, not as close, not yeah. even close. And I like the over the top, borderline offensive characters you know what i mean like punch out like i love punch they're out. very dynamic and that's I, the that's the one thing that they do have. Yeah. yeah and i will say like knowing nothing of street fighter like i know the screen right away mm-hmm. those iconic yellow bars at the top and you know what i mean like and then the I music's turn it on. amazing the music's sick like it really to this day like i'm just mm-hmm. looking up quickly how old this game is because i want to see march 1991 was when it originally released yeah that's like early era uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, so that's that'll be that's twenty eight years ago, and uh, and I don't care what you say. Like the game still looks great today. Like that game, like just playing it right there. And I and I'm I'm by a Super Nintendo guy who thinks most Super Nintendo games have held up. Okay. But I'm like this one. Most Super Nintendo games I think hold up because the sprites look cool and people like that sprite style. This well, just it, looks it, like a cartoon. Like yeah. it looked awesome. It was Absolutely. so colorful, you know. Well, and that's where Super Nintendo has that distinction of being like it mastered 2D gaming, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. it, they, there's nowhere to go from it. Whereas uh, the 64 had to kind of reset. Yeah. Like, it was 3D, but they ha- they were just yeah, learning it, right? One, yeah. yeah. So I'd be curious then, if like, so do Die Hard, and maybe you don't know this, uh, like, so are Die Hard super competitive Street Fighter 2 players, do they prefer, I would have to assume they, they prefer playing it on an arcade machine than one of the home versions like this uh because of the joystick and the six buttons i have to i don't know but i would assume that like if you were really competitive, if, it, if, it, you if you're play. talking about su- the super nintendo version then yes yeah. we, they would prefer the arcade cabinets but because the controllers today have like the joystick right, right. i don't think it matters as much yeah that's true yeah i guess like because i think it's been released on like ps4 and stuff like, yeah i think it's on the arcades and things and as long as you've got the analog stick it Oh, I Probably don't know. I don't, maybe they've released Street Fighter 2 on the newer systems. I just know, like, people have just evolved with it, and so now it's like Street Fighter 4 or 5. Right. Uh, Although, to be fair, this is start, starting to get out of my depth because I don't play the sure. new ones. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I was like, I didn't want to throw you under the bus and be like, here comes Su- Street Fighter 2 super guy, like, nerd yeah, no. David Ray, just a dude that liked playing it growing up. That's yeah. how the game's supposed to be. So then, my other big question, and this. I, I actually read the comics. Oh really? They had comics about it, about the story behind it. Oh. It's it's the stupidest story yeah, in the world. Like, so what is this story supposed to be? Like, is it just like a like okay. a tournament? Yeah, it, it, it's the, it's the dumb it's the dumbest thing okay. you could possibly imagine. And they made a movie about it too, and yeah. it's kind of in that regard. Uh, it's actually like it's a huge franchise, like yeah. Street Fighter. And I think this was the part of me. I think this was the game that really. Like Street Fighter Two is the one that really kickstarted that franchise, right? Like, I mean, yeah, like, Street Fighter One was one not that, even a game. Like, it, right? Nobody. It two was a, is the one that blew up. And yeah, then there was comic because they books. figured it out. Right. So, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, what's the story? So, what is the basic story behind Street Fighter? So, Major Bison is like this ruler of this. Uh, uh, I think it's Thailand, uh, maybe, or like maybe he's not, but he's overtaken it somehow. Okay, and he's like this person who uh, is the head of something called Shadow Law and all this kind of stuff. Okay, Shadow Law has like these four people in it, and that's Balrog, Vega, and Saget. Okay, it's just a it's a weird collection because like one's a bullfighter, one's a boxer, one's just like I guy who's really good at kickboxing i don't know how these four are at the head of like a major crime syndicate okay uh but a lot of the other characters are there trying to take down major bison okay like chun li is supposedly uh like a like a cop of some sort oh okay that's trying to like go in and take him down and okay uh you know Guile is special forces. Like in the movie, Guile, played by Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, <laughs> nice. uh, is the main character. Although usually Ry- uh, Ryu is the... That's who I think of is first. Is, yeah. Is, yeah, Ryu, yeah. But Ryu, he was not the main character in the movie. Okay. Um, but, you know, that that's essentially what it's about, taking down this guy, uh, Major Bison. And Major Bison puts on this street fighting tournament and it's uh, and this is where I go back to the Street Fighter Red Tape, where the, the, those sketches break down how ridiculous of a tournament it is, right. like how expensive it is to go to. Uh, if you're fighting Ryu, you have to go, fly to Japan, yeah, 
and then I'm going to take on Blancanex. I'm going to fly all the way to South America yeah. to challenge, and then fly, you know, around the world. I yeah, like, why would you? Do, why not have it in a central location? Yeah, fly all eight of, or fly all of them to one, one place, and, and then they can all fight each LA other. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but huh? Uh, and I don't know how taking over the world has to do with this fighting tournament at all. <laughs> but uh, w- let's not uh, focus on that. Doesn't much. matter. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, like I'm a huge, I'm a huge story guy. When the game is driven by the story, games like the like RPGs or like The Last of Us is one of my favorite games ever because of the story in it and stuff like that. But when it's stuff like fighting games, Mario Kart, you know, fucking. Mario games as a whole donkey. You know, they don't need a big storyline. Just yeah. give, Play, tell me like people to, like Bloodsport and they're like, let's make a video game about it. We this. have to beat up this person at the end of the day. So, all right, that's okay. Fair enough. That makes sense. So yeah. then why are all the heroes fighting each other? Or is it because the winner of the tournament it's a, gets it's to a, fight a, I guess that's the idea. Okay. Is like it's They're in this tournament against each other. All right. Uh, <laughs> there are diehard Street Fighter fans be like, it doesn't fucking matter. Just, it doesn't. They just have to fight. Shut up. Well, the best ending was uh, Zangief uh, when he wins. He's the Russian guy. Okay. Uh, who, of course, his background is he's a bear wrestler. Right. Uh, but when he wins, uh, he he oh, gets so- con- uh, congratulated by uh, Gorbachev. <laughs> the, oh. uh, and they're doing like that Russian dance that they uh, the. What oh. is that? Oh boy! Yeah, it's, I don't. You know which one I'm doing? Where they get low and they're kicking. Yeah, out. yeah. Where they yeah, cross yeah. their arms and yeah. kick their legs. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the ending to Zangief's win. Oh, okay. So, oh, so with each character, once you beat the game, you get to they see, have like, a unique a video. ending. Oh, cool. Maybe I'll look up all the video endings just so I can, because I'll never fucking see them. So if no. I look it up, maybe I'll get to see them. Yeah, I only that's got to cool, see uh, Blancas, which I can't even remember now. It, it, it's such a minor. Yeah, like it's the same. It's like it's like in Mario Kart. Uh, on Super Mario Kart, each 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 player like celebrates the championship slightly differently, but, but it's, it's like a little quick animation, and then you're like, oh, okay, well that's what I fought all the way through this game for. To see, just it was like a, a five second thing. <laughs> but it was what can you do back in the early '90s? What the fuck else were you gonna do? Well, yeah, the story wasn't a huge thing. A lot of it was just like, oh, completing the yeah, game. Just like, wanted to play the game. You can like hang your hat and say, I beat Street Fighter Two. Absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, okay, so then my other big question for you mm-hmm. is, and uh, and I would ask this to any Street Fighter fan, you just happen to be the one in front of me, yeah. how the fuck, keep in mind that in like the early 90s, we didn't have the internet and Google to just look everything up, how the fuck do you guys figure out what the combos are? Like, were they printed on the cabinet? Uh, sometimes, yes. I, I think they had a few of them on there, on certain cabinets. Uh, there was... Uh, sometimes uh, it would be Game Pro type uh, uh, stuff. Okay, Th- there were ways to find out. Uh, I, yeah, I get okay because yeah. I feel like I saw them that, back no, that, in those days. Because Mortal Kombat had that too. Everyone had a fatality and stuff like that. Could there have been were combos in the to do them. Yeah, it might have been in the book, like the game, like the instruction manual. book. Because I do, I do remember buying Game Pros and stuff to find like some of those things back then. I guess yeah. I, I remember having access to them, and but I remember as a kid looking. That, that's way too many buttons to do one move. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like, I looked up some of the moves yesterday when I was playing, and I was like, like, 10 that. buttons. Yeah. I was like, I can barely throw a punch. Let's yeah. fucking worry about that before I worry about <laughs> any of this other shit. Oh, yeah. Just quickly, because I have shit a lot on this game. I don't think I've shit on it that no, much. I'm, no, just, it, I'm just an idiot, and I don't it, know how to play it. Because, like, the music, like, as I said, like, the graphics, the uh, the the mechanics make sense. Yeah. The the music's really great. Yeah. Like, admittedly, it is like a, a very niche game. Like, it's a totally. it's, it's a it's a style of game that if you don't like, you don't like. Yeah. When I fired it up yesterday, I hadn't played Street Fighter Two, and since I played that arcade cabinet a couple times as a kid, uh, I forgot that up was how you would jump. Yeah. And so at first I was like, "Why the fuck? Like, how do I jump?" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, it's up." Which I was like, "Why would the why would the fuck would they make up jump? But now you explaining how you need the six buttons to do all the combos. I'm like, that does make sense because I'm sure up on the joystick was how you jumped in the arcade too. Yeah. Right? yeah. I was like, cause they need all the buttons to make all the punches and stuff work. So that does make sense. Yeah. I, I really do. I'll tell you, like I know I've crapped on it and I hate it. I suck at it and all that stuff. I have a, I have an, an incredible appreciation for, for yeah, fighting I games as a whole you, and this game. You've kind of pointed out that it's you personally. It's totally just it's me. Not, it's, it's just me. It uh, because it would be frustrating to play that game. It it I know I get frustrated with playing the new ones. I'm like I can never totally yeah. I can't keep up with this anymore. It, like the the fact that the game is like as old as it is, and people still absolutely adore it and adore the the mechanics and the like you said the combo, like even the detection uh, in it, everything yeah. about like like the, the like I think Capcom does. I mean, Capcom fucks up a lot 
Like, sure. and I'm not going to sit here and defend Capcom because as much as I love Mega Man, Resident Evil, uh, they fuck up a ton. Yeah. But they deserve a ton of credit for this game because they made a game that, I mean, obviously they re- released a few different iterations to try to tweak it, which they could do today with DLC or updates, no problem, yeah. but they couldn't do it back then. I think they also had actual tournaments with Street Fighter. Right. Then. Oh, yeah. So, like, the, I'd believe that. Pr- pr- that's where, like, those turbo editions came into play. Right. But like to build a game that's this old that is still this beloved, I guarantee you. Like, and I nobody talks about Mortal Kombat this belovedly, and I like Mortal Kombat, but nobody yeah. swears by those old games like they do Street Fighter Two. You know what I mean? Because that like, one was all about the novelty of the fatality. That's what it was. It was all about seeing the gory deaths. Right? Yeah. Like to me, the only and again, not my not my my wheelhouse, but the only other fighting game I can think of that's had a legacy like Street Fighter Two, and it's not nearly as long as Street Fighter Two's is Smash Melee. Yeah, Smash Melee is one of those games that yeah. people swear by to this day, right? But so is Street Fighter Two. Yeah, and I mean, I'll, I'll probably play it a little bit more and get mad at it and be like, "Fuck this!" But uh, I get it though. That's <laughs> that's cool, man. I, I I'm glad that you did this one because I I really wanted to do this game because I know people like it, and I was like, I just don't get it. But now that I have someone that does that feeds me my lunch in video games I, I hope you guys all like the most i know of it is like is is the ones the guys that made it into smash and i never used them in smash either yeah the, so. the fun, well that's a fun little uh, side thing in smash when they introduced ryu and ken is like yeah you can use like the the special button in like the normal smash yeah. controllers yeah but you can do the down yeah. down forward forward punch fireball yeah. and it's actually a little bit powerful more powerful or whatever it's rad like yeah. i'm not this isn't a smash podcast and i'm not i don't know that much about smash but i like the way that they keep every fighter in the games at least some characteristics from their original uh, game, like in their current character, yeah. is really badass. You know, well, that, and that's, that's why I love stuff. like I, I, I love playing that. as Ryu because yeah. it's like, oh, I kind of like even without knowing Smash that well, it's like I can right. know how this guy moves. Yeah, and and that's really, really that's badass, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, and shout out to Capcom for putting the Hadouken. That's how you say it, right? Hadouken. Yeah, 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 kind of. Someone's yelling. Yeah. Someone's yelling. Doesn't matter how we yeah. say it. Uh, shout out to them for putting that Mega Man X because I think that's like the coolest oh, thing yeah. ever. If you get everything, you can get that, and if you can get it off and hit it, it'll kill a robot master in one shot, which is badass. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it's bad. I've never been able to do. I because I suck at this game, uh, <laughs> but uh, but I just love the fact. Like I just Street Fighter Two, man. It's a fucking. It's it's it shows up. I guarantee you right now, dude. If I, I have my computer right in front of me, if I googled the hundred greatest games of all time, Street Fighter Two is in the top thirty games of all time. It yeah. has to be. I guarantee you, it is. It's got a legacy like no other fighting game in the history of video games has. Yeah, right. With the possible exception of Smash, and Smash's legacy just doesn't go back as far as Street Fighter Two does. Yeah, there were no arcades in the early nineties eating quarters for Smash Brothers. So, well, because I mean, Smash is all based on the nostalgia of all these games put together yeah. kind of a thing. Like yeah. that's what helps it as well as being a really great mechanically. Totally. But I but, mean, like to me, street fighter two is, is, uh, like, is it not the super Mario brothers of fighting games? Like it's the one that really, yeah, like, yeah that, I like, think it'd be fair go, to say, right. Yeah. It's the one that made them what they are. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap this up, you got any other thoughts? Can we score this thing? And I can go back to rage quitting street fighter two. Well, the last thing I would want to end on, I yeah. once did a sketch one time uh, where I would go up as uh, uh, as Ken, and uh, we were the idea of it was I was it was for like kids or whatever. Like this this event was for kids, right? So I was like, well, I'm this you know great karate master, and I'm going to show you all my great moves from the Street Fighter when I was in the Street Fighter thing. Yeah, you know. But the idea of it was I haven't done it in 20 years because this game is so old. So, like, I'm going to show you. And, like, I try to do the Hadouken and I can't do it. And then I have to br- bring out the instruction manual. And I'm like, down, down, forward, forward, punch. Okay. And I tried it. I still can't do it. And then people are, like, laughing at me as I'm, like, can't do any of my maneuvers. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, then fine. I'll show you how I'm going to do this. I, uh, I'm gonna, I try to do the spin kick. Except I jump off the stage, I do the spin kick, and I crash through a table that was like specifically <laughs> set up to like buckle as I hit it, yeah. and then that's the end of the sketch. I love it. That's, a- <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I like it. Fucking Street Fighter Two, uh, <laughs> David. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give Street Fighter Two? Oh. Keep it in mind that no, I mean anything less. I, I'm not saying give it a ten, but because I'm not, but anything less than a ten is going to get shit on by the fighting community that fucking loves Street Fighter Two. <laughs> I don't know how to, like, compared to now, I think, 
See, I always, I never know how to rate it's these hard. things yeah. because it's like, do I rate it as a game back then versus yeah. now? I think if it was a game back then, then it's definitely got to be like, uh, like a nine. Yeah. And the reason for it because there was some stuff, there was weaknesses in there, as yeah. I pointed out. Um, but as a game now, I think it's only lost maybe a little bit of it, maybe like an eight now, only because it's just like there are better things. Yeah. out there now but it's stood the test of time handedly. yeah, yeah uh, you can still play it now and it still feels 100 percent. yeah like i mean I, it's I, still I, playable now i'm no worse at it now than i was back then yeah like, it still feels <laughs> great yeah you know what yeah i'll give it i'll give it an eight and and i think you know what before you fucking freak out that it's only an eight like oh i was like that's john cena is that your phone yeah that that's is. a sweet ringtone for anyone <laughs> that can't hear it his ringtone is the john cena <laughs> song that's awesome uh i give it an eight and honestly like that's a 10 basically because of my disdain for fighting games that's a fucking high praise there's never gonna be a (laughs) we may never talk fighting games on here again and if we do there's not gonna be one that gets the praise that i just gave street fighter 2 uh good stuff buddy thank you so much for doing this yeah no problem all right That's going to do it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. David, thank you for coming over and talking Street Fighter 2 with me. Ben, thanks for joining me in the intro that we just recorded like 30 seconds ago. That was really cool of you. And uh, to all of you guys that uh, have been wanting Street Fighter 2, I hope we... doesn't matter. Um, I, I, sorry, I'm talking to Ben now. Uh, to all you guys that, that have been wanting Street Fighter 2 covered on the show, I hope I did it justice. I don't know the game well. I fucking tried. I'm going to try to dip into a few more games that I don't know that well, but I know people want to hear covered in the coming months. I'm doing my best. Honestly, I would replay all of them and get fully caught up in time for each episode if I could, but I just don't have time to play everything. So uh, I hope we did it justice for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again in seven days with episode 60. 60 episodes of Remember the Game. That's a whole number. Uh, And uh, throw us a follow if you're on Twitter and Instagram. Please consider supporting us over at Patreon, patreon.com slash remember the game. Two bucks gets you extra episodes, shout outs, and entries in win a prize. And if you're going to be at the Edmonton Expo or you've ever done a panel at an expo or gone to a panel, please reach out to me on Twitter, on Instagram, or on our Facebook page through your Patreon, whatever you want. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you would go. I've got like five days to submit an application and I'm really, really considering it uh, at the risk of embarrassing myself and recording a podcast in front of a room full of nobody. So... Thanks a lot, you guys, and I will check in with you again in a week. Take it easy, go play some video games, and go outside, or whatever. Okay, cheers, bye.